When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns VIP Lounge brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay, joined by Espo. And Espo, on national TV, the Phoenix Suns absolutely wrecked the Los Angeles Lakers, winning 140 to 111, a season high in scoring for the Phoenix Suns. What a great Sunday evening. Oh, are you talking to me, Lindsay? I was doing my taxes. I figured that was more oh. <laughs> uh, uh, more efficient than whatever the hell the Lakers were doing out there tonight. I figured uh, I didn't need I to watch any of this froze. game because like, it was oh, an no, ass. Am I here? <laughs> no, you're you're here. I'm just screwing around. No, I, I mean that was exactly everything we had hoped for when we were talking about a pregame, right? Devin Booker has a big game. DeAndre Ayton comes up big, gets the rebounds. The bench outplays the Lakers bench, which anybody with a pulse can at this point. It was beautiful, and it's there's one one reason why. I think you all know what it is. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. Suck it, Lakers. Suck it, AD. Suck it, LeBron. All right, we can end the show now. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> How about, oh my god! I just i I cannot believe that they come in like this. The the, the Lakers and everybody, you know, you hear Lakers fans shooting their mouth off. Obviously, you know, Lakers players shooting their mouth off before the game, and it was, I mean, an ass whooping. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's they had forty eight points in the first quarter. Forty eight. All right, it, they played so well. I had to look up what the highest scoring first half in Suns history was. That's how how well they were playing. I thought they might have a shot at it. They didn't. It was 107 points, which is insane in and of itself. Uh, that what happened in November of 1991 against the Nuggets with zero three-pointers made, too. But uh, I, I felt they were playing that good tonight, that records could fall. Uh, but they, they played unbelievable. Hold on, Espo. I'm sorry. I had yeah. another. You know how ESPN Box Score, they always love to randomly start a video on like a good win on my computer. I don't understand <laughs> what it is. It's I anytime were... it's a big Suns win, 
they start playing random videos on their uh, their website there. But you mentioned the first quarter. Um, they tied their season high for a quarter with those 48 points. They also had 17 fast break points, 14 assists, and zero turnovers in that quarter. And they maintained that type of play throughout this entire game. Like this was a really solid game because even when they took all their starters out and brought in guys off the bottom of the bench, they still were able to maintain a really big lead and keep this game. Um, just It was just the same type of play, same type of energy. And I loved that part of tonight's game, that even though they were up so much over the Lakers for so long, they were like, no, we're not even going to take our foot off the gas. We're going to, this is going to be how it's going to be this whole game. Y'all are really going to fill it at the end of this one. 49 points from the Suns bench tonight. Mm -hmm. 49. And I get it. They got a lot of run in the fourth quarter. So they should have had a decent amount of points. But this is a depleted bench, a bench that we've been concerned couldn't score without Cam Johnson. And they dropped 49 of their own points on the Lakers tonight. That says a lot. I mean, you had uh, you had Torrey Craig finally get back in a rhythm, had 11 points, eight rebounds. JaVale McGee, perfect from the field, 10 points. Aaron Holiday drops 12 points in 24 minutes with five assists and four rebounds. I mean, Not Landry to mention, Sham- those four steals as well from Aaron Holiday, those were a thing of beauty as well. Oh, yes. Uh, he was all over the court tonight. Uh, again, paying huge dividends for that trade. This guy will come up big at some point in the playoffs, and everybody will go, oh, James Jones, that's a guy that knows what he's doing. What a smart guy that James Jones is. <laughs> even even Landry Shamit on his birthday goes two of three for six points. I mean, everybody played well tonight, and that bench deserves a lot of praise. That was mm-hmm. a that was a fun performance from the Suns backups. I just wish uh, if a Lund- uh, Lundgren uh, would have been here tonight, right? Or Lundberg, excuse me, would have been here tonight because he would have got a lot of run and we got a chance to see what that guy was all about uh, against the Lakers. That would have been fun if only, but a couple weeks until that happens. Um, before we go to the bar, I do have a question about him. What's, what's the official name? Because I've heard like the Suns on their press release, his name is Ife, but then I see a lot on Twitter, Gabriel. So that Gabriel's is an actual first name, but I think he goes by F.A. So okay. I go with what the press release says until uh, the stat wizard Cole, uh, Cole over at the Suns calls me up and goes, uh, we got it wrong. You know, with Bismack gotcha. it was uh, in Bismack. He was the guy we turned to to get that cleared up. So Yeah, absolutely. Okay, just wanted to double check and make sure because I don't want to uh, name or call somebody by the wrong name or mispronounce any names or anything of that sort. All right, Espo, take us to the bar. What are we drinking tonight? Let's go to the bar. We're drinking the tears of the Lakers. That's <laughs> right. Lots of tears tonight if you're a Lakers fan, if you're a Lakers player. Enjoy them. They are a little bitter. Uh, they taste a little bitter, but that's all right because after a uh, you know a thirty-nine or excuse me a twenty-nine point victory, they taste sweet even if it is bitter. So enjoy it. Drink up those Lakers tears tonight. You know, I heard I saw on Twitter that um, I believe it might have been Kellen Olson who said that surprisingly enough, there were actually quite a few Lakers fans in the arena tonight. And while that doesn't surprise me because we all know. Lakers fans travel pretty well 
And there are also a lot of Laker fans who reside here in the Valley. I was a little bit surprised because I thought that now that the Suns have had two seasons under their belt, two and a quarter, whatever, two and a bubble, um, that we would have converted some of those Lakers fans back into Suns fans. Are you surprised at the amount of Lakers fans still in the Valley? No, because, you know, tonight was one of those nights where Suns fans went, it's a Sunday. I know it's going to be a blowout win. I can stay home. You know, that, that's <laughs> the only reason Lakers fans got any tickets, because Suns fans knew, eh, this is a blowout. This is in hand. No no need to actually watch this game in person. So, Or maybe when they bought, they bought tickets at the beginning of the season when they first went on sale, not realizing um, how bad the Lakers were. <laughs> they were like, well, we already committed. We may as well get our money's worth, I guess. I don't know. You know, numerous times, and I'm not making this up, while I was working for the Suns, you'd see people come into the arena wearing a Lakers jersey, and if the Suns started winning, they'd all of a sudden have a Suns shirt under it and wouldn't be wearing that Lakers jersey anymore. And it's everybody's favorite, (laughs) second favorite team kind of thing. You know how that crap goes. I'm sure there was a lot of that tonight, too, where it was the, oh, yeah, no, 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 I'm a Suns fan. Yeah, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh, sure. Yeah, you know, <laughs> because funny. they, I mean, nobody, no Lakers fan was enjoying this evening, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. I don't, I don't even think the guys who were out there on the floor for the Lakers were enjoying this evening. I think they actually were very <laughs> upset about all of this. And we got to give some flowers to AD, Anthony Davis. I mean, if it wasn't for that guy, who knows what this game would have looked like. Am I right? Yeah. They, thank you, Anthony Davis, for giving the extra motivation that people need. Yeah. Yeah. You made a horrible mistake, a terrible mistake yeah. tonight. There's great shot of him looking sad on the bench that we had to turn into a meme. Guy opens his mouth pregame and gives bulletin board material just minutes before uh, this game is about to go on. You know Devin Booker heard it. You know DeAndre Ayton heard it. And the Suns yeah. came out and Jack stomped them in the first quarter. There was no doubt at any point in this game. That's how well the Suns came out and played. And I, I guarantee they knew what uh, what was said pregame by Anthony Davis. And that gave that slight bit of motivation that you needed to uh, go out there and uh, do a little bit extra. Because, you know, sometimes... You can co- they can come out a little flat. They did not do that tonight. They they came out with a mission uh, mm-hmm. and mission accomplished. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. The Suns still would have beaten this Lakers team regardless, but there was just a little extra fuel to the fire. Because, um, like you said, I'm positive it came out what around like maybe five fifteen when the when that kind of came out. I guarantee you every single player in that locker room had already seen the quote and watched the videos and they were probably talking amongst themselves. Like, are you kidding me? Maybe a little more colorful language than that. So that definitely pissed them off a little bit and they probably really wanted to come out and uh, send a message to not just AD, but the Lakers in general and, and, Everybody in the media who is still saying that the Lakers want the Suns in the playoffs. they The Lakers think that the Suns would be the easiest route to moving forward. They probably yeah. came out saying, like, let me just quiet you down for a second here. <laughs> Look, uh, AD could talk all he wants, but the dude can't stay healthy enough to make any difference. And even if he hadn't been injured tonight, what, would they have lost by 15? Congratulations. You know, congratulations, AD. You poked the bear, and apparently, according to Tim 
uh, in the chat. He says, campaign said on uh, the post-game show on television that Book told them in pregame what AD said. And Devin Booker came out firing. Oh, you, when he hit that, that four-point play, that you knew that was right in Anthony Davis's face. That was. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm showing you whose house this is, and, uh, and it's Phoenix's. The sad thing is, though, doesn't matter because tomorrow it'll be what's wrong with the Lakers on all the national morning shows. You know what's wrong with the Lakers? They played the Phoenix Suns. That's what's wrong with the Lakers, all right? Well done is better than well said, and the Suns did it well tonight. I love that it was Devin that showed the team what AD said because, listen, (laughs) I am all for a little bit of drama when it is not – coming directly from your team, right? But a little bit of drama from other teams talking trash about your team. I'll handle that. But we all know that Devin is so petty. And I am here for all of his pettiness. And you know, you know that he was hyping up his teammates before this one. Is it petty or is it the DNA of an ultimate competitor? Because this is exactly what Kobe would have done. It's exactly what Michael would have done. These are the kind of guys that find anything to give you that little extra inch of uh, of motivation. Whatever it takes to go the next level. I mean, he went supersonic because he knew, not Seattle, he went full-fledged all out tonight because he knew the kind of disrespect. And I love a guy that's motivated by that because who who among us has not heard people chirping about, oh, this, you know, he's not good enough. She's not good enough. He doesn't do this. They don't do that. Whatever it is about what they do. And we all use that as motivation. We all want to prove somebody wrong, you know, and I love that. I love that Booker can do that and tap into that because the greats did it in this game. And Devin Booker is well on his way to being one of those greats. And nights like tonight show that. So thank you, Anthony Davis, for giving us one of the great Devin Booker performances and a great DeAndre Ayton performance just because you couldn't say, you know what, no comment, or the past is the past, or whatever. You want to sit there and act like somehow you being injured was the difference in things. Forgetting game one, you weren't injured, but Chris Paul was, and the Phoenix Suns still took it to you in their house. So keep your mouth shut. Keep the Suns' name out of your mouth because they got your number right now, A.D. Espo's so spicy tonight. I'm here for it. (laughs) If I had more room in in the uh, walk-in closet studio, I'd be doing the Jay Crowder salsa right now, all right? That's how, how fired up. I am about AD and what the Suns did to the Lakers tonight. <laughs> this is why the Suns are the best team in the NBA because they can stick it to a team like this and make a point that sends sends a clear message to LeBron and this Lakers team. Yeah, absolutely. Hello in the chat said Kobe and MJ were hella petty. And I agree. I think I think it's all kind of it, it you can kind of put it all in the same box, right? Like ultra competitive pettiness. Um, And I took that personally, kind of that type of motivation. Like there has to be a little bit of pettiness. And I'm not saying it's petty in the sense of like annoying type of petty. It's like a fun competitive type of petty where just like MJ will, will make something out of nothing to bring the energy a little bit more to step up his game a little bit more. Um, But I'm either way, whatever you want to call it, I'm here for it all. 
I mean, I've told the Kobe story on this show that I have where Vince Murata asked yeah. in, in arena <laughs> crescents to a, to a son's uh, assistant coach about you've shut down Kobe Bryant in the first half. And he used that as motivation. That's petty to me, right? This is Anthony Davis straight out saying we were, we're better than that team. And if I weren't hurt, I would have been the difference in that. That's, that's insulting. All right. That's flat out insulting. I don't feel it. it that's as much petty or finding something small. I feel like that's Devin Booker going, these fools still don't respect us. Let's make sure they respect that name and respect this city, respect this building and respect these fans because we'll kick their ass with or without him. And they did it. By the way, I love Dale's comment in the, uh, in the chat. He says, stop screaming, Espo. You're scaring my pet monkey. No. All sorts of questions as to why your pet monkey's watching the show this evening. Also, and then hello says, Espo, Espo also petty as hell. And uh, yes, yes, Facts. I am. So uh, you, you know, all, your, your, uh, your, your negative comments in the chat do nothing but motivate me. Keep that in mind. <laughs> I think I like Elon Musk's comment the best. It's just a little compettiness. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. That was a good there one. I'll give you flowers to you, Elon Musk, in the chat for that one. All right, Espo, shall we name our king of the game? Yes. Anthony Davis, congratulations. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Tonight's draft king, king of the game is DeAndre Ayton. He finished with 23 points, 16 rebounds. He was 11 of 14 from the field. DeAndre Ayton, here are your flowers. He also had a double-double um, in the first half. By halftime, he had 18 points and 11 rebounds. So um, good job to the big fella tonight, getting uh, all of those rebounds and doing work down low. He he had more more rebounds tonight by through a quarter and a half than he did the entire game against the Raptors. And I told you pregame when he has a night like that where he's he's weak on the boards, you can pencil him in for fifteen to twenty rebounds. He hit that sixteen mark, and you know I like that about him is if he has a down night, he's always going to bounce back. He's going to find a way to use that as motivation. And uh, and come back. By the way, uh, the mustache behind the Mac, uh, Shane Diefenbach, with the spectacular crown placement tonight. I will give it to him, especially coming off what was, I think, like six weeks in Vegas at the Pac-12 tournament. Uh, so his soul has left his body, but he found a way to still make a superb crown placement. Good job, Shane. Welcome back, by the way. We missed you. We love Leah. She's always always welcome on this show, but it was nice to um, have some more faces back in the PHNX offices. It was a little bit quiet this week without all of the ASU guys and Mac, and I was like, it, it feels a little a little dead in here. It wasn't like a frat house? Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, that one. Uh, Monica in the chat said, I wasn't going to join because I don't need PHNX therapy. Almost everything was at 100% tonight, but I missed you guys. Need to talk trash on my hometown, Lakers. Monica, thank Wait. you for joining us. We love having you every time, but especially when it's not therapy. It's way more fun in the VIP lounge. Wait, Monica from L.A. and is a Suns fan. I love that. Take that, Anthony Davis. We're even taking people from your town to be Suns fans. <laughs> Monica knows what's up. <laughs> All right, so I have to address something in the chat real quick. Um, where did it go? 
I think it was Long John Silver said, yeah. He said, wasn't Lindsay supposed to do something if we scored 140 points, LOL? what Did I make a bet? I don't remember you making a 140-point bet, but we can say that you did. Uh, she did, and she said she'd shave her eyebrows. So <laughs> You uh, wish. We're, we're going to bring the lawnmower 4.0 and take those things off the next time we're in, in studio, all right? Yeah, right. I've heard that if you shave your eyebrows, they might not always grow back. I think that's crap, all right? Like, that's what I've heard. I mean, I, wouldn't that okay. be the most terrifying thing ever to shave one eyebrow and then it never grew back? Story time. I nicked one of my eyebrows once and cut half of it off. It grew back. I don't know. I mean, I don't and, know. It's not worth, and, it's not worth the risk me, Espo. <laughs> I'm just telling you, so. <laughs> Chris said, give Monica flowers. Here are all of your flowers, Monica. We love having you here with us. Uh, thank you always for joining us in the chat. I've got to give a shout DM, out to I was just gonna say, DM Phoenix. Lindsay your address. <laughs> She'll send you those flowers, Monica. So. Espo will. No, just DM Espo. He's the one with the – no, DM Saul. He's the Saul. one with the company credit card. <laughs> All right. Uh, super chat from AZ Cards, Phoenix Suns on God. DeAndre once again set the tone early, especially down low. That opened great looks for everyone else in the first half. En route to a blowout. Yes, and that is why DeAndre Ayton is our draft king, king of the game tonight. I mean, like I said, the very, very, like, opening few possessions might have been a little iffy, I guess you could say. But after that, this team just, it was just a really good basketball game, a really, really solid performance by the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, a ball movement was excellent on the offensive side, defensively. Uh, they were they were on point. Uh, Mikhail Bridges did what many haven't been able to do recently and help slow down LeBron James. I mean, LeBron still does LeBron things, but uh, he, you know, early on hadn't wasn't on pace to have a huge game. Still finished with 30, but Mikhail played fantastic defense there. And DeAndre Ayton on the boards was spectacular. He did what he needed to against a much, much smaller uh, Lakers starting lineup. And anytime Devin Booker saw Reeves on him, he licked his chops and took it to the to the basket. So, all right, we're gonna take a quick break so I can tell you guys about the latest offer from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So, the teams have been selected for the biggest tournament of the year. There's only a few days left to join in on all the action before the first team tips off this Thursday. So DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a shot to bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's literally that simple. If they win, you win with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The DraftKings Sportsbook app is safe, it's secure, it's reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. And of course, uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app App customers can also bet on college hoops with same game parlays. So just combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. And the more legs you add, the more money you can win. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet just $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Just a reminder that is 21 and older only, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 minimum deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. 
I probably shouldn't have been a jerk, and I probably should have read that for you since uh, <laughs> you're having trouble speaking this evening. So uh, my I know I'm, my I'm apologies bad. on that. But by the way, the Lakers have you have you seen this new HBO show Winning Time? I saw like half of the first episode the other night, and I actually thought it was pretty good. It's good. And it's the only place on television you can see the Lakers win right now. I'm pretty sure that the guys playing the Lakers on winning time would have put up a better uh, fight against the Suns than the Lakers actually did tonight. Say that one more time. The guys acting as the Lakers on winning time would have played a better basketball game than the actual Lakers tonight. I mean, at the very least, it would have been something close to it it would have been more entertaining potentially that's for sure uh for the for the lakers fans i guess anyway look look, yeah lakers fans go watch that series go watch your old uh your old tapes and highlights of the showtime era uh the sun's got this don't worry about it The the sun's got it this year i'll be honest though like this isn't any love to the Lakers by any means, but that show is really good. And I feel like oh, no, we should all be watching it. I know somebody fantastic. brought it up a couple shows ago with Saul and I. Um, I think you were sick. They wanted us to do kind of like a G-rated segment on oh, we, uh, each one of the episodes. I think we should do it. We we will. I. Uh, it's based on a book by one of my favorite sports writers, Jeff Perlman. And then Adam McKay, who uh, did Anchorman and The Big Short, uh, is is the producer and directed episode. So uh, if you want a good basketball show, uh, that's that's definitely one of them. So Yeah, and I feel like the acting was actually pretty good too in, in what I got to watch so far. Honestly, I'm so tired, so I wasn't able to stay up late enough to actually get through <laughs> the whole episode. Um, just in case you guys missed it in the pregame show, I'm dying over here from these allergies, and I feel like they're turning into something else. So Apologies for the sniffles and the funky voice tonight, but thanks for powering through with me. <laughs> so should should we take the take our shot tonight? Yeah, let's take our shot, Espo, because you're you're bringing it tonight. So I it am. is time to take your shot. Presented by the Arizona Department of Health Services, COVID nineteen vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those twelve and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Well, it's time to take that shot. And Anthony Davis pregame took his <laughs> shot, and it did nothing but piss off the Phoenix Suns. He, uh, according to Dave McMenamin, ESPN Lakers reporter Anthony Davis was asked if his groin injury is the main reason the Lakers didn't beat the Suns in the playoffs last year and said, it was, we know it, they know it, they got away with one. Well, they got away with one tonight, too, and a 29 29- point victory and it makes me laugh because there's this headline that came out earlier this week of something that Shaq said about Lakers sources Uh, O'Neal said powerful sources within the Lakers say quote they're right where we want want to be and would rather face the Suns than the Lakers guess what sometimes sometimes you should be careful what you wish for because if it happens tonight was a little preview a little entree about what's coming your way, Los Angeles. Last year wasn't a fluke. The Phoenix Suns had no respect because they hadn't been there before. Well, guess what? They're the defending Western Conference champions. They're the best team in the NBA and have an insurmountable lead for the number one spot. In the entire league, home court throughout the playoffs. If that's where you want to be, you got something wrong with you. 
The Lakers have no chance against the Phoenix Suns. Anthony Davis, you were wrong about last year, and you're wrong about this year. That's my shot. The Lakers, be careful what you wish for. One more time. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. I was going to add something to that, but oh, uh, that's what it was. And just keep in mind, too, the Suns were without Chris Paul tonight. Could you imagine if the Suns had Chris Paul tonight, it probably would have been at least 150 points scored. We might have come really close to that Suns all-time scoring record. Oh, the 173 in a game? Yes. I, I think feel that they... like it. If they had Chris Paul and they kept all of the starters in this game to the very end, we absolutely could have topped that. Oh, in my I opinion. think they could have done it tonight if they had just kept the starters in. I mean, if oh, totally. If they really needed to, I mean, they could have. They definitely could have. Look, circle, circle your calendars, right? Because the Suns and the Lakers once again Tuesday, April fifth, right back here in Phoenix. Chris Paul should be back by then. I'm almost willing to guarantee he'll be back by then. That may be that may be the game where you get a chance to break the all-time scoring record. You may be able to score 173 by that point because who the hell knows? The Lakers could fall so far off, LeBron may not even play at that point. They may have <laughs> shut everybody down. That is a game that you should get your popcorn ready because the Suns are going to make yet another point, uh, and they should have their entire roster by that point. And if for some if somehow, some way, somehow. Anthony Davis is back by then, you know that the Suns are going to be extra ready to stick it to him. Absolutely. Kendrick Perkins tweeted out at the end of this game, the Lakers are cooked at this point. There's no reason to bring back AD and might as well let Braun fight to win the scoring title and let it be that. Carry on. I mean, at least Ken- people, I mean, some people are starting to, to catch on and realize what really is happening right now. Well, I mean, it's uh, there's a reason why they were called the LLARP uh, Lakers, you know, back uh, in in the uh, beginning of the year. I mean, when you look at this right now in the Western Conference, the Lakers are sitting at the nine spot and only a game and a half lead over New Orleans for that tenth spot. I mean, this is this is bad. I mean, they're not going to fall all the way. To 11. Portland ha- is uh, two and a half games behind them. I doubt they fall completely out of the playoff picture, but if they're at 10, that's they're in trouble. They're, they may not make it out of the play-in game. They may not get to the playoffs at that point. JT also reminded me, and, and apologies immensely for this one, and Cam Johnson as well. Well, and and Frank uh, Kaminsky. Yeah, too. Frank Kaminsky will be which, back. Um, which that might by be the, the thirty-point game, game where I have to get the tattoo. Frank may Wouldn't drop thirty great? April fifth. That would be so amazing. Okay, we got to sure, circle back you. to a few things. Um, as far as that uh, Long John Silver one hundred forty-point bet that I made, uh, Josh Hunt. No, of course it's Josh Hunt. Josh Hunt always comes through with everything that we ever need. Said lit that my bet was that I had to wear the Spinelli outfit. And he has the video of it too. <laughs> Wait, that is true. You did say that. Uh, but what is, was it for any 
any game or was it just for that specific game? I feel like you said if they score 140 at any point. Josh, we have, you have the, the video. Tape. Well, you have the video. Tape. So we let have us the know. digital video. We can go back yeah. and look. So I guess and that... we will. Don't you worry. We will. Oh, I'm very aware. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll have to see. Well, maybe I'll have to make that one come through. I wouldn't mind that. I don't, at least I make bets that I don't mind having to follow through on. <laughs> Hey, I, I'll do it too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so funny. All right, I do want to talk about um, just the ball movement tonight. The Phoenix Suns had 36 assists. Booker had 10. Payne had 11. Um, Aaron Holiday had five. The ball was moving really well tonight, and I think that's something that's been really key for them with Chris Paul being out is keeping that same type of ball movement that they're so used to on this team, really sticking to that point five offense. How much are you enjoying the fact that they've been able to keep that going throughout this time without Chris Paul? Well, I love it. And they did it even though they only shot 36% from three. I mean, they missed 20, 21 three-pointers tonight. So they could have shot better. And they, and, you know, there were some assists left out on, on the floor tonight, but they, they had great movement. And, you know, you saw Mikhail cutting to the basket at times, especially in that second uh, quarter and early third quarter, they just, they know where their teammates are going to be. They're willing to make that extra pass sometimes even to their own detriment. Sometimes they'll give up a good shot to try to get an even better shot. Uh, and they don't necessarily get that, but tonight they were, they were spot on. Uh, it, it amazes me. I know that they've dropped off in advanced stats offensively since they lost Chris Paul. They're down to the middle of the pack, right? But that you you lose your point guard, and they're still good enough to stay in the middle of the pack. Devin Booker steps up. Campaign steps up. Like you said, Aaron Holiday has stepped up as well. I love that this team has enough depth that they can figure out how to do it and pull all the right levers to continue to play spectacular basketball. And we have not seen any defensive drop-off since Chris Paul has left. And that says something because he's one of the premier defensive point guards still at his age. He's one of the best at it. And they've still found a way, the you know, campaign, Devin Booker, whoever has been playing point guard has found a way to still keep up that defense, keep that pressure along with guys like Mikhail Bridges and DeAndre. And it speaks volumes to what Monty Williams has been able to do here. And the roster James Jones has been able to build. This team is ready for prime time. They're clicking on all cylinders. And that is without two of their major right. offensive pieces in, uh, you know, in campaign and, in uh in chris paul so hats off to these guys they're doing fantastic things yeah i feel Scott like shane also, has something <laughs> i don't know what was that shane <laughs> scott also said the ball moves well when the other team doesn't want to play defense um that is absolutely true and the lakers did not want to play defense tonight like they just basically were like nope i'm not doing it i refuse <laughs> which well, okay that's fine Look, but when you get 48 dropped on you in the first quarter, that's demoralizing. I mean, that's yeah. what it came down to. I mean, to. that's true. It was demoralizing. They gave up at that point. It's not as if it's not as if they didn't try in that first quarter. They just suck at defense. And the Suns exploited that. They exploited it by great passes, 
by playing fast, the .5 offense was a thing of beauty in that first quarter, and that's why the Lakers didn't play defense the rest of the way. Because when you get your ass kicked that bad, you kind of throw your hands up and go, there's no point in it. And that's what that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, that's very true. I feel like it would be kind of hard to bounce back when, when you have a first half like you did tonight. Like, that's tough. That's absolutely tough. Okay, so Brittany in the chat mentioned that Gerald had tweeted um, what – Devin has said about the Anthony Davis comments. And I have a whole bunch of updates from Twitter from you on this one. So Gerald tweeted out that Devin, um, they had seen the comments before the game. So that was official. They did see it. And uh, on whether or not it motivated them, Devin said, nah, that's what's going to happen anyways. I just think it's funny. Now, Dwayne Rankin added in that Devin said, if ifs was a fifth, We'd all be drunk. I thought that was pretty funny and clever. How about Devin Booker basically saying we would have kicked their ass without that quote? That yes. was just funny to hear. Exactly. That's, that's some uh, that's some cockiness, and I love it. I'm here for <laughs> cocky Devin Booker. Armani I mean, mode in full effect in the postgame press conference even tonight. Yeah, that that's fantastic. I love that. <clears throat> uh, Edward Todd in the chat says, it's no fun beating a dead horse. But it is when that horse is the Lakers. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, for real. Every once in a while, it's, it's a little bit of fun. Every once in a while. By the and way, the, the uh, biggest thing, too. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to say the biggest thing, too, which we mentioned off the top, was that this game was on national television. So, so many more people had access to be able to watch this game. It was a little bit of an earlier tip-off time. So, typically on a weekend, especially a Sunday evening, a lot of people are tuning into that. Like, this was a game that, not that I feel like it's going to change any of the thought process around anybody, but it, this was a game that not only made a statement to the Lakers, but I feel like it made a statement in general, and everyone watching probably went like, mm, okay, maybe this team is for real. I mean, you even saw it on the broadcast. Like, Richard Jefferson was giving the Suns a lot of credit and a lot of flowers tonight. You know, they started off, the broadcast talking mainly only about the Lakers and LeBron James. And then that quickly shifted as this game went on. And it had to be all about the Suns, basically, because it was that drastic. Like, you could not not talk about the Suns without showing some really, uh, really big biases there. So, Look, nobody nationally uh, got anything out of this game because, uh, you know, nine minutes into it, they're like, what the hell else is on? Is there anything, you know, uh, is, there, is there a repeat of Euphoria on? Is there anything Sunday night that I can watch other than this crap? Thanks a lot, guys. And they all went to fill out their brackets. I mean, that's that's the truth. Nobody nobody other than Suns fans were watching the Lakers get their asses handed to them nationally. ESPN probably was like, man, do we got a dog show or something that we could, uh, we could like put the on halftime show. They're like, can we just air the halftime show at the arena where they had like puppy races going on instead of doing anything about this game? They're like, does Richard Jefferson want to do stand up for 45 minutes? Uh, anything, anything <laughs> other than this? No. Yeah. Nobody nationally saw that. By the way, our man, Shane Diefenbach doing the Lord's work. We've got video proof of what you said, Lindsay, to make. Oh your boy. Silver said, there's your challenge, Lindsay. Wear the outfit. 
God, red is just not my that color. That would require her finding something red. It's never it going to happen. It's so hard. If the Suns score 120 points, you have to wear a red mm. dress on Friday. 140. I'll be 140. bald. 140. You'll wear a red I'll take dress. 140. I'll do All that right. one. It's it's vague enough. <laughs> it it's vague enough. I think is yeah. it because it it's, was I, you literally said 140. You have to wear a red dress on Friday. It's it's vague enough. I say you have to do it. Uh, it's know. vague enough. At least you, at one. least you don't have to rock a mustache. I mean, that could have been a much That's worse bet. Facts. Well, I would never make that bet. So. <laughs> I was dumb enough to make. It wasn't even a bet. I was just dumb enough to say it out loud. So, but yeah, you, I mean, I, you, give the people I wish what that they you had want. Made Lindsay. an actual bet with somebody else, like so you there was had, something going on there. You gotta, you gotta Spinelli it up. As a, <sighs> give the people what they want. All right, but, I'll see if I can find way, a red dress. Is is Devin Booker <laughs> is is Devin Booker tapping into his true superstar in this post game press conference where he can be a little snide, he can give you that kind of side wink about about these kind of things. The the kind of guy that that gets the national attention. I guarantee that quote's going to be that clip's going to be all over Sports Center and social media. I I think this could be one of those moments where. Devin Booker gets a little bit more of that national shine because he's showing his personality rather than being the, you know, being the stoic kind of, yeah, okay, this is what it is. Next question kind of thing. Uh, he comes out and he's showing, Hey, I can be a little cutthroat and people, people like that. People enjoy that. So. I kind of feel like he's been leaning into that a little bit over the last couple of years. I don't know. Do you not think so? A little bit, but I feel like not as much as tonight. I mean, that's that's really leaning into it, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's true. I don't know. I kind of think he has a lot more this season specifically. I mean, the whole Raptors thing, like he leaned into that. And then now, but but this one is a little more, I get what you're saying with this one because it's more specific to an actual player which I think is the biggest difference. He, I don't know that he's ever, at least off the top of my head, I can't remember a time where he specifically singled out or said something um, back to a comment that a specific person had made, player-wise, anyway. And, and not an all-star. I mean, making fun of the, the mascot and saying, yeah, yeah, we're cool now is one thing, right? Because that's a dude in a suit, right? Uh, you know, yeah. This, this is Anthony Davis, a guy that the league has put you know, on a pedestal has put as a face of the league and he's not afraid to go straight back at him. He's not afraid to to take his shot at the King and not miss, you know, because mm -hmm. that's a shot at LeBron too. Like, Oh, we didn't need that. We knew we were going to do this tonight, but is a shot at LeBron as well. I love it. I truly love it uh, because fully, fully cocky. Devin Booker is what I'm here for. Oh, totally. Absolutely agree with that. I I mean, I'm I have no problem with it at all, especially now, especially because of what Devin had to go through early on in his career with this team and the amount of crap that he had to put up with literally from every different area that you could imagine. I'm talking like the actual performance on the court, the media, the people just talking about he's a terrible player, puts up good stats on a bad team, but he's not a superstar, all this stuff, right? 
So now that he's actually been able to have success and perform at this level on a really good team that they built together from the ground up, I am all for Devin talking his crap. Well, And tonight, he turned LeBron into the good scorer on a bad team. He, mm-hmm. he flipped that script and That's he said, true. No, no, no. That's very true. This is my house. This is my house. I'm the king here. You can sit there and take your 29-point loss with your 30 points. I'm the king. Guess what, Espo? Oh, it's time to get girthy, everybody. <laughs> Jim, oh, no. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you doing? <laughs> Just getting us started on the right note, clearly. Oh, my gosh. Gerald, I want to know. Um, so I heard there were a lot of Lakers fans in attendance tonight. But what was the atmosphere like? Yeah, I mean, there were quite a few Lakers fans early on, Um, you know, visiting fans usually show up pretty early in the game to be there ahead of time. Uh, But they were pretty quiet once the game got started, as you would probably imagine. Um, This was a really fun environment. Um, I don't know, like they really didn't have anything to cheer about after the first two to three minutes. So after that, it felt like a normal Suns home game again. And Honestly, just seeing the difference in the number of Laker fans from like a few years ago, even compared to just tonight, it feels like that number has dropped a lot. And it's pretty cool to see that, like, you know, when when big markets used to come to town, it was like 50 percent opposing fans, 50 percent Suns fans. And now it's more like 85, 15 is what it felt like. Hey, Gerald, was that AD in the background just a second ago? crying um, no no okay <laughs> no it wasn't it wasn't 80 that must have been the babies uh getting carried out i thought maybe the lakers <laughs> you had gerald for sorry. a minute too <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that uh what we read your tweets on air but i need to hear it from the mouth of the girth what was devin booker's reaction to the ad <laughs> comments and and what did he have to say tonight because it sounded like it was spectacular yeah, he. Uh, we asked him if he, I think it was Scott Bordeaux who was visiting tonight, uh, asked him, did you hear what Anthony Davis said before the game? And he said, yeah, and he started laughing immediately. And he said, did that, like, did that affect you at all or motivate you guys at all? And he said, no, nah, like, that's, you know, and he said something about, like, that's what's going to happen anyway. And then he said, uh, what was the last thing that he said? It was the best part. If ifs were a fifth, we'd all be drunk. Yes, that's what he said. <laughs> God, that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, like he he was just kind of, uh, he kind of just blew it off, which was pretty cool that the Suns are in a position to completely blow off a team like the Lakers. Like, look how far we've come. It is certainly what? different than it has been. Uh, yes. what, was, what was the talk about DA tonight? I mean, what did Monty and, and any of his teammates have to say about DA's performance? Yeah, so the, the cool thing to emerge from tonight, number one, was that after the Raptors loss on Friday, DA texted Monty, and it wasn't in a selfish way, but he was telling him, look, like I can do more. I can dominate down low. Um, I just need like more touches. And, and it wasn't you know, give me the ball more or something like that. It was like, I want to help the team. We can be better if I get more touches. And we saw that tonight, you know, 23 points on 11 of 14 shooting, didn't even play in the fourth quarter. Uh, this could have been like a 30-20 game for him if it had been even remotely competitive. But that was pretty cool that, you know, he felt comfortable enough to text him. And DA said when we asked him about it, like, yeah, coach trusts us. He trusts me 
and that means a lot. That's really empowering. Um, and DA has been incredibly efficient since the All-Star break. Like there were a couple of games where it looked a little dicey as far as settling for the mid-range, but he's been just stellar lately. And he's been doing it without the guy who has accounted for nearly 40% of his assists this season. So to do that without Chris Paul is amazing. And, and they talked a lot about something that Monty learned with Tim Duncan in San Antonio, uh, catch high, shoot high, catch high, keep high is what they call it. So just keeping the ball above smaller defenders, and that's really been helping him be efficient down low. I really enjoy that because I know a lot of people on this show specifically, and we've talked about it multiple times, DeAndre in demanding the ball more, DeAndre in calling out at his teammates, asking for that ball more. And I feel like this is a good approach, talking with his coach first and having that conversation with Monty to see if this is something that they can implement more through the system and not just kind of in a selfish type of way. How do you think this kind of, like, from your perspective, how would you say this makes you feel about DeAndre, his growth, his relationship with Monty or, or maturity or something in that sort? Yeah, I mean, it, it's encouraging all around, especially because it's not, you know, the typical number one pick saying, I need the ball more, I need more shots, that type of thing. It's coming within the confines of off the offense. It's being you know, playing some of the most efficient basketball of his career and saying, like, look, I can do even more. Um, and especially he knows that he needs to do a little bit more. Everybody needs to do more during this stretch with Chris Paul out. They need to try different things and put guys in different spots than what they're normally in with the way the offense runs when you've got Book and Chris Paul out there. Um, so it's really encouraging. And, you know, he said tonight when they came out with the small ball lineup with LeBron at the five, uh, he took offense to that. He took that personally. And that's the type of thing you love to see, especially after sending that kind of text on Friday for him to just come out and punish the Lakers the way that he did. How, what's the feeling around Aaron Holiday? And, and I want some of your opinion here. I mean, he has come out and done everything it seems that this team could expect, expect particularly tonight, played fantastic. When Chris Paul comes back, is he going to be able to still get minutes, you think? Uh, and, and has Monty, from what you've heard, been as impressed as the rest of us have with Aaron. Uh, that's a good question. We didn't, we haven't talked about Aaron Holiday with Monty or or anyone else in a little while, just because he's been quietly good. You know, like he hasn't blown anybody away. He hasn't been campaign off the bench, but he has been just doing the job well. And tonight was another example of that. You know, he quietly reached double figures. I think he had five assists and four rebounds, something in that vicinity. So he's just you know, producing for this team and being steady. And that's really all they need from him. They need a guy that can hound opposing backcourts up and down the court. Uh, he does that. They need him to knock down open shots when he gets them. He does that. He penetrates a little bit. He finds guys with smart passing, which is pretty impressive for a guy who's only been here for a couple of weeks. So I'm not sure what the rotation will look like once Chris Paul is back. I think obviously campaign slides back into that, uh, you know, backup point guard role. But I do wonder, you know, if Landry Shamit is unable to find, you know, equilibrium with his shot a little bit, if we might see him playing off ball, because he is a combo guard and he is capable of playing off the ball with that shot that he has. So that is something to keep an eye on. Obviously, that's a couple weeks down the road, but um, Holiday has been really great since he's came here. One final one for me. True. Is it true that there was a dog show race at halftime? <laughs> And that they made less of a mess of the court than the Lakers did. 
it was the most competitive part of the game, I got to say. Um, and that included a dog pissing on the court <laughs> in the middle of it. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was adorable. And it was, like I said, the most competitive part of the game, unfortunately, for the Lakers. <laughs> Gerald loves dogs in the halftime performances, <laughs> halftime shows. I do. Gerald- and I, I felt it was very symbolic that a dog just decided to literally relieve himself in the middle of it. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, anything else that stood out to you from tonight, uh, talking with coach or the players that you'd like to share with us? I don't think so. I, I think the one thing that Monty said that not really stood out, but it was, we've heard it so many times that this team hates losing. Uh, Devin Booker said, that's what I love about this team is when we lose a game, it feels like the end of the world. The food doesn't taste the same. And their focus from a good film session yesterday apparently is what carried over into this one. Monty said he was proud of the way that his team bounced back and, and the way that they respond to losses. Um, and, you know, we could talk about the Lakers being without Anthony Davis, but the Suns being without Chris Paul and Cam Johnson, putting a hurt on this team the way that they did. You know, this this is supposed to be a rivalry game. It doesn't feel like a, it feels pretty one sided these days. Um, and that's what you'd love to see coming off a loss to a Raptors team where they just got beat. Mm-hmm. Hey, Gerald, can you see the comments? Um, from where you are when you tune in from the Footprint Center? <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing a lot of offshoot movies. So there that... are so many movies with the girth yes. intertwined into the titles. I feel <laughs> like is... if there was ever a night for you to go home and put this on, replay the YouTube video with the comments up, this is the night to do it because the co-crazies <laughs> are going can't... insane for you right now. I, I can't even like look at the comments because I'll totally lose focus of what I'm saying right now, but I'll, I'll have to go back and rewatch. These sound like, like horrible porn offshoots. Oh my God. <laughs> these are the films we're, we're doing on the next G rated uh, Gerald. It's just all of these that they've thrown into the Oh chat. my God. It's so funny. All right, Gerald. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. Thanks guys. Have a good night. All right. And Lindsay, don't forget. Go, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, don't forget, Gerald is going to have an article up on gophnx.com probably tonight, if not tonight, tomorrow morning. So if you have not yet become a member, now is a great time to do so. So you can read all of Gerald's sweet, sweet content. I I, I got to say this. We need to do this twice tonight. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. Suck it, Lakers. Suck it, LeBron. Suck it, AD. Suck it, Shaq. There you go. I was going to make you do it one more time anyway, so I'm glad that you volunteered. So, I mean, not that it would be like, oh, twist my arm by any means, but (laughs) I'm glad that you volunteered to do it because we had a couple people in the chat that were like, I tuned in late. I missed the Espo yell. I need it one more time. So you're giving the people what they want, Espo. Lindsay, are you ready for a third Emmy? Because I think tonight's going to earn it. That's that's how good this program's been. (laughs) Three-time Emmy winner, Lindsay Smith. And the guy that yells a lot. <laughs> Let's go. I'm here for it. <laughs> All right, Espo, is there anything else from tonight's game that you would like to touch on? Look, in, enjoy the ride. This is fun. Uh, this is spectacular in the way that they put all of this together. And the best is yet to come. We still have another month before we're looking at the playoffs. Let's enjoy the regular season and buckle up because we may get to see a seven-game series between these two teams. I'm going to tell you, it ain't going to go seven. 
You'll be lucky if it goes five. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys once again, as always, for tuning in, joining us on YouTube and in the chat. If you're listening to this um, on whatever platform you listen to on your podcast, thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Um, we appreciate you guys. We will be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. on our YouTube channel with a live show. So be sure to put that in your calendar and come hang out with us then. Until then, you can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ on Twitter. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Remember, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, Anthony Davis would still be injured. Ahoy hoy. <laughs> <laughs>